May God be gracious to us and bless us, and make his face shine upon us. Deus, tenha misericórdia de nós. Hogan Chushigo, voye benedicción suno. His face, seu rosto, shine upon. Uriege Kichusa, and make his face shine upon us. Se putut monsulate, kakones auvle. Chuye ku wanul, that your ways may be known on earth. Your salvation among Man Bang Chunge Tut Nation Todas as Nations All Nations May the peoples praise you, O God. May the peoples praise you. Yalbangan Kipugo Chilgapke no de Halchini. May the nations be glad. Seput Tut Nasyoyo Fekoyo Kotan. And sing for joy. Higozishin si as Nations. For you rule the peoples justly and guide the nations of the earth. May the peoples praise you, O God. Louvem a ti todos os povos. Moren min chogro chul chanson ke hasaso. Se putut pep sulate feluanju. Then the land will yield its harvest. And God, our God. O Dieu, ki bon Dieu nu. Nosso Deus. Uri hananim. Our God. Will bless us. God will bless us. Tange moren kuchi. Se putut mun tupatu. Todos os cantos da terra, all the ends of the earth, will fear him. Buenos dias. Muy bien. What a wonderful blessing it is to be here today with you. Uh, the lady who is next to me is my beautiful wife, Margarita. <laughs> uh, uh, and, uh, well, Pastor Janet just invited us to preaching in Spanish today. So are you ready for that? <laughs> well, it is a privilege to be here with you today to share what the Lord has been just teaching us through Potter's House. And... Uh, and first of all, we, we want to thank you. Thank you so much. And I think we are going to talk on behalf of my brothers and sisters uh, from local ministry and ministries around the world that we really appreciate your hospitality, your love, your care, your support. That just keeps us strong and continue extending his kingdom around the world. So thank you so much. We really thank Pastor Brian, Pastor Janet for their hearts, for the missions to extend the kingdom of the Lord among the poor people and many people around the world. So and the team at Porter's House, just, uh, and our three daughters just send their warm greetings, hugs, Kisses to all of you. Uh, so we have a very huge challenge to give you a, a lot of hugs after this service. <laughs> uh, so thank you so much for this opportunity. We would like to start on showing you a very important video. So watch the screens. John 10.10 acknowledges the existence of an enemy who is trying to establish his kingdom among the people, a kingdom of poverty. And for 30 years, Potter's House has worked with thousands of people in the heart of Guatemala City who literally live in trash. 
scavenging in one of the largest trash dumps in Latin America. We've seen, felt, even tasted poverty firsthand. We've walked alongside children as they've grown into adults. We've watched many escape poverty and we've watched many stay stuck. What we found is that this isn't just an issue of economic poverty, it's far worse. We've identified eight forms of poverty that reinforce each other, that keep the poor excluded, manipulated, and unable to build their own opportunities. Most poor people don't have a personal relationship with God or knowledge that they are indeed wonderfully made. The majority have no access to knowledge or technology. They believe that they are trash, worthless and dumb. For many, violence is simply a way of life. They live outside of love, in hate, bitterness, low self-esteem and selfishness. Too many are enslaved to substance or sex abuse. They lack the will or the encouragement to change. Malnutrition, harsh working and living conditions, and no access to healthcare is normal. For many, I am alone is a very common phrase. People feel a sense of loneliness, not just within their often broken families, but in the broader community. Leadership, cooperation, and collaboration in community are simply not part of the culture. The poor have close to nothing and get by on just $60 a month. This is how the enemy continues to build his kingdom of poverty, passed from one generation to the next, making it more and more difficult to overcome. But there is hope. We can collaborate with God to build His kingdom in Guatemala. People can have life and have it to the full. collaborate to establish God's kingdom, Potter's House is working to build strategically located community centers. We partner with local leaders to develop a work plan that addresses the most powerful forms of poverty in their community. Each community center launches with five holistic programs, and so far we have established three community centers. With continued coaching and delegation, we then empower center members to take ownership of their community's growth and development. Today, 40% of our community center staff are treasures who grew up in the dump community, and we're on track to increase that number. To multiply the growth, we challenge people to go outside their now thriving communities to share what they have learned. Our vision is ambitious, to see a multiplying effect across families and communities, not just the garbage dump area, the whole of Guatemala. A new kingdom, God's kingdom. It's gonna take a lot of work, 
a lot of years, a lot of love, and a lot of your help. Amen. It has been exciting to follow your Sunday messages and to hear Pastor Brian and other leaders of your church to encourage us to grow in our Christian lives. And lately, we just hear Pastor Brian to encourage you to be involved as a civic involvement in your new and your next process of elections. So we understand that now you are beginning a new adventure as you study neighboring well. The Lord has given us a message to share with you today, and we call it how to be a good neighbor in today's world. And Mark, our foundation of this message is it is in Mark 12, verse 30 and 31. And the context, it is talking about love your neighbor as yourself. And... Uh, and it will be a great blessing to share with you today about that. Like you see, Sah, in the video, the context where we are living is hard. Right? A lot of pain and difficult situations around us. In John 10, 10 says, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy I have come that they may have life and life it to the full. Thanks, God. <laughs> this passage explains that there are two kingdoms, the kingdom of the light and the kingdom of the darkness. As God's children, we belong to the kingdom of the light. We are the children of the king of kings. Because of that, we belong to a different kingdom, different system to teach us how to live in the midst of this world. To live and experience God's kingdom can be controversial. It's not an easy task for us. Because this world is corrupt, And sometimes looks like the kingdom of the darkness is to flourish, right? It's so painful to see families have been destroyed, people living without purpose, without joy, technology bumps us with image of desires, of the flesh, such of pornography, violence, insulation. <laughs> Very hard situations. For example, in God's kingdom, we find the Ten Commandments. But in the kingdom of darkness, we find tolerance of things that do not honor God. But the world has saying is correct. If you are happy, if your friends are happy, if your family is happy, it's okay. 
At Potter House, we have named these the eight forms of poverty, like you saw in the video. We have declared that we believe that Jesus Christ is the only way. He is the true and the life, and that in him we can find hope. And Jesus, yes, amen, you can, you can, yeah. In Jesus, we have life, and life in abundance. So this is the world where we live in. So the question now becomes, who are we? Who are we? If you have received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, then you have gone from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. Now you have the privilege of being called a child of God. To be children of God means to, that the Lord is your king, isn't it? That you live for him and not for you. You live for him, not for you. And you live to please him and not please others. And he has laws, precepts, commandments, principles, and values that are different from this world. Mm -hmm. So this past Sunday, you have been studying his word to learn how, to, how he wants us to live among our families, our neighbor, uh, in our work, in the church, in all the country. Love your neighbor as yourself, says Mark 12. Today we would like to share three ways in which we can intentionally live as a child of God, extending his kingdom so it can be experienced here on earth. We have learned that these at Potter's House have encouraged our work team and the treasure to live by them. In God's world, we find many stories of people who live intentionally as children of God, expanding his kingdom. All of them had to pay a price. Good price for you, my friend. <laughs> All of them had to pay a price. This required bravery and courage. The first question we need to ask ourselves it is, are we prepared to pay the price? Are we ready to pay the price? The people we have enjoyed studying are Nehemiah, as he cried and pleaded for his people and asked to rebuild the walls around Jerusalem. Esther, as she fasted and prayed for the salvation of her people and going to extend of putting her own life at risk, but going before the king. Israel, by mobilizing the Israelites from Babylonia to Jerusalem and teaching them how to live according to the Lord. And of course, our image, amazing Jesus Christ, along with all of his disciples, who announced the good news, all of them paid a price. So we are going to study three ways that those who are in the business world will understand as a three indicators of success, of impact, of performance. We can say, you know, in other words, those are three indicators of establishing his kingdom around the world. And I like a verb that you have. It is the, it is the verb to be. 
And you know, in Spanish, the verb to be have three meanings. And you just concentrate that three meanings in just one word, to be. <laughs> and that the first meaning of this verb means a place where we are. A second meaning, it is who we are. And the third one, it is how we are. Can you imagine? Three things in one verb. <laughs> That's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> so we are going to, to share with you three Bs. Okay, the first B is be light. Be light. Matthew 5 from 14 to 16 says, You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under the bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Wow! This passage challenges us to be light in the middle of the darkness. It doesn't matter how little is the light? The light shine in the dense, dense, dense darkness. The light can be seen. Dear friends, shine, 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 please. <laughs> shine in home, in your neighborhood, in work, in your state, in your nation, shine, shine. Well, how we can be light? Well, it needs to be obvious that the light of Jesus is inside of us. Obvious. Your actions, the way you share your testimony in the neighborhood, in the work, in the family, at church, shall imitate Jesus Christ. Well, traffic in Guatemala could be crazy, like a jungle. <laughs> you never know when one car is going to pass you. Um, maybe somebody's going to surprise from here or here. And you so quickly can use bad words. <laughs> well, we need to keep in our minds that the Holy Spirit is inside of us and next to us and be holy <laughs> and use that time to pray or praise God uh, and be nice, polite. Okay, go, go, go. God bless you. Go. <laughs> I don't know what kind of things make you crazy here, but be light. Be light, please. I don't know, maybe an argument at work, at home, you must reflect Jesus in this situation. Of course, uh, be light could be also love, but in the kingdom of the Lord, love always, highest standard, because we need the Holy Spirit to help us. For example, here in the world, we love the people that love us. 
we gave something expecting that the people are going to return more, right? But in the kingdom of the Lord, we need to love our enemies. Our enemies. It means that we need to know what are the worries, what are the pain, and we need to pray for them and help them. We need Jesus to do this. And in this way, we will be called the children of the high God. This required bravery. You need to be strong and brave. Shine. You can be hidden as a light of God. In Guatemala, we had challenge and encouraging others, treasures and the staff to be light. Don't be worried about others eh, or pressure because they are showing Jesus inside of them. And we wanted to encourage you to shine in the first level of influence that you have. Start in your family, in your community, in your neighborhood. Then you can go across the other neighborhoods, states, your nation, other nations. Our model, work model is development, empower, and multiply, like you saw in the video. And we were encouraging our teens to go into another states in Guatemala, like you are seeing now, and sharing the gospel. Now is their turn to share the light. And maybe you wanted to know more ideas about how you can be a light. Well, first re recommendation, use this book. <laughs> it is very helpful. Have a lot of ideas about how you can be a light. If you have no courage, go today and read 1 Peter 3 and 4, and you will have a lot, a lot, a lot of ideas how you can be a light. Just please remember, you are a child of God. 24 hours a day. <laughs> Seven days a week. 365 days a year. Please shine. Amen. Second B. I like this. The Lord is, going, is calling us and inviting us to be his aroma. Be the aroma of Christ. Second Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14 to 16 says, But thanks be to God who always leads us and captives in Christ's triumphal procession and use us to spread the aroma of the knowledge of him everywhere. For we are to God the pleasing aroma of Christ among those who are being saved and those who are perishing. To the one, we are an aroma that brings death. To the other, an aroma that brings life. And who is equal to such a task? This passage also challenges us to be his aroma. This means to smell like Christ. What is the aroma of Christ? What do you think, what is the aroma of Christ? Love, 
Love your neighbor as yourself. John 17, 26 says, I have made you known to them, and I will continue to make you known in order that the love you have for me may be in them, and that I myself may be in them. For some, smelling as Christ would be very nice. However, not everyone would like us. As a children of God, we, want, we must love unconditionally, spread his knowledge everywhere, share that Christ lives, Cristo vive. You know, when we started, I was 11 years old, when I started working as a volunteer at Potter's House, and my wife started when she was 15, and, uh, and we are still young. <laughs> and, uh, and just, I wanted to clarify, he's older than me. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, when we started sharing the gospel to the children, the teens, and their family, we say, saying, well, do you know that God is alive? That God is just waiting for you? That God have a lot of opportunities for you? And they say, well, I, I'm not sure if the God that you are sharing is alive because I am living around the garbage dump. How is that possible? So how is that possible I am living in this situation? So that was really overwhelming for us. Because they are the God's creation. They are valuable people. And that's why we are calling them treasures. So we started standing in the, in the book of John. And we started telling and teaching them who is Jesus Christ. And we started teaching them Jesus is alive. So then we started sharing with them. After we are going to finish the prayer, we will say Cristo vive, and that means Christ lives. So every time we finish a prayer in Guatemala, they say, Cristo vive. And some of them, they started adding a new phrase, en mi corazón, that means in my heart. What a wonderful thing it is now to hear that them, they believe that Christ is alive. We need to be his aroma. It is like perfume. You can smell it when someone is close, isn't it? When someone is using a very special uh, perfume, you can smell it. And by the way, I relate to others. Can they smell the aroma of Christ? Or can they smell my humanity more? Do we speak more about ourselves? Or do we speak about what we have been learning in our daily walk with the Lord. You can test that. Every time you speak, you can evaluate yourself. I am speaking about me and all the success I have been doing, or I am speaking about what the Lord is allowing me to do. We need to be his aroma. The aroma has the ability to be contagious. How many of you have been close to a person with a particular aroma and then smell, the smell is on you, around you, and also in the environment? So, oh, wow, that was, that was very strong. So you can smell it one mile away from the person. So the aroma, it's contagious. We need to be contagious with Jesus Christ in ourselves. So the kingdom's perfume it's high quality, my brothers and sisters. Good price for you. <laughs> it is not an imitation. It is original. Love is patient. 
It always protects. It always trusts. It always hope. So at Potter's, at Potter's house, a very important value we have is to pray together and take the message of salvation, encouragement, consolation, and inspiration to others. And we do this through pray, prayer walks. Every time we had the opportunity, every week we go to the community and visit home by home. And we provide the gospel to them where our team, our volunteers that we call them servants, are going and working together and praying for each of them. Who is competent and ready for this task? Are you ready to pay the price? The price to be paid on this second B is dying to yourself. So Christ can live and flourish through you and his aroma, taking you in victory and spreading his word and his fragrance of his knowledge everywhere. In order for this to happen, you have to spend time with, the, with God every day, all day. If we only spend one day a week with God, his aroma will be weak. This is just like we need to take a shower every day. If you don't take a shower every day, you can imagine <laughs> how we can smell. <laughs> we, need, we need to spend time with the Lord every day, all day. The Lord is always encouraging us, please meditate on me, praise my name, pray for each other all day. So that reminds us and helps us daily. Okay, challenge. Shine. Die. Are you ready for the third? Yes, okay. Take your, the risk. <laughs> okay, be salt. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything. For anything. Okay, the salt, we use salt to give flavor, taste in the food. Hmm, this is good. Hmm. Also, to preserve. In Guatemala, we preserve the fish with the salt. Also, we can use the salt for cure. For example, if you have something in your food, you can put salt and water and mix and you put in your fat and you get better. But with you, we wanted to share that you can be salt preserving God's kingdom where you are. We don't know where is the place that God sent you at home, in your neighborhood, at work. Please be salt. Preserve God's kingdom, his commandments, his law, his values, his values, his principles, his commandments works every time in every generation are for poor and rich people, for every people, for every nation. Please be salt. 
You can be good and nice and friendly with the people who are thinking different to us, but you can preserve. You can preserve God's kingdom where is the place where you are. Please, please preserve. Do you want to pay the price? We have been learning about three ways to live intentionally in God's kingdom. What are the three B's? Be light, be his aroma, and be salt. Those three principles are really important. Jesus taught us to pray by, by saying, Our Father, could you please repeat with me that? Our Father, who is in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as is in heaven. And it is our, and it is our desire, brothers and sisters, that his kingdom come and that his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And today, God is making us a challenge, but also an invitation. He's inviting us to be the light, the aroma, and salt to your family, to your neighborhood, to your community, to your nation, to all the world. And this requires action. They require a bold decision. And church, our beloved church, through those three principles, you need to be strong, encourage. Church, be strong, encourage. It doesn't matter what the people is going to tell you, if they like or doesn't like, you need to be strong to keep firm on those three principles that God is giving us. Be light, aroma, and salt to all nations, and we are going to pray. And I would like to ask you to close your eyes, and we will be praying, and we are going to pray. We are going to make two important prayers today. It may be that you have been attending this beautiful church for a while, but you have never asked Jesus to be your Lord and Savior. And today you would like to become a child of God and experience that light, aroma, and salt in you. So today is your opportunity, my friend. If you would like to, to say and to tell and to express, here I am, Jesus. You can raise your hand and you can invite Jesus Christ right now to be your light salt and aroma. If any one of you would like to make this important decision, just raise your hand wherever you are. You don't need to come here. Just raise your hand and we will be praying for you. We will lead you in that prayer. Is, there any, is anyone here who would like to make that prayer? Today is your opportunity. Amen, I saw you, brother. Is there any, anyone that would like to have that light, that refreshment from the Lord? I'm going to lead you in this prayer. Thank you, Lord, because you love me and died for me on the cross.
By doing this, you pay the price for me. I ask that you forgive me. And today, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for forgiving my sins. Help me to be the person you want me to be. I need your help to be light, aroma, and salt. In the name of Jesus, amen. And I would like to invite you to stand up. And we are going to make a powerful prayer today. This will require to be brave. And we are going to claim this land for his kingdom, brothers and sisters. We need to claim the world for Jesus Christ. And we will ask you, why you don't take the hands to the person who is next to you? And we'll be joining to that powerful prayer. And we will pray for that. And you can repeat it in silence or you can raise your voice too to pray with us. And we are going to use the, the, the prayer that Nehemiah used when he was crying for his town, when he was just asking for God's wisdom, uh, guidance. So let's pray. Lord, you are my God. And my Father, you are a king of heaven and earth. You who fulfill your covenant and are faithful to those who love and obey your commandments. I ask that you listen to me and fix your eyes on me, your servant who prays during the day and night on behalf of Boston. I confess that we Bostonians, including myself and my family, have sinned against you. We have offended you and have corrupted much. We have disobeyed your commandments and decrees that yourself gave to Moses. We beg for your forgiveness and pray you heal our land. Lord, I ask that you hear our prayer. We are your servants. And we rejoice in honoring your name. I ask that you grant us success in being your light, your aroma, and your salt in my family, my work, my neighborhood, my estate, my country, and the world. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Cristo, Cristo vive. vive.